Welcome to the Odin of Beat podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-peripatetic Louis Fox. That's right, I lost the use of my arms and legs the other day. Really? <laughs> Did you eat, like, a bad avocado and then, like, you know? I ate that sushi with the pufferfish. Oh, nice. I actually have a lack of mobility in my left arm right now. Now, you've, you've had that a little bit here and there, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I've always had like this, the, at least like in my mid to late thirties, I've always had like this sort of my, sometimes my limbs will just feel like they're about to go to sleep almost at all times, Huh? like my leg. And now my arm is like, it's, it's like, I have a dead arm almost. <laughs> also, it has like this tingling and, and Erica is like, you had a stroke, you know, you had whatever. And I'm like, and so she made me talk to her mom today, which is a nurse. And your mom's like, ah, oh, this is probably a pinched nerve. Like, oh, hey, or a stroke. <laughs> or a stroke. <laughs> Erica's mom is like going to WebMD for something where you're like, it's probably a pinched nerve or you, you're dying. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm going to go get a massage after we talk here and uh, hopefully uh, get my pinched nerve taken care of. Nice. Now you go into the massage that's only open at three in the morning. You know it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next door they, to a tire Well, they're the, they're the only ones that take my insurance. <laughs> Which is it's not my fault. That's not my fault. <laughs> what insurance do you have? A sock full of pennies? <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> That's how you know you're at a bad massage parlor because they only take <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> and you're back home now, aren't you? Looks like you're. Uh, we're doing this over the internet, obviously. So yep. it looks like you're at your house. I'm at the house. I'm in the bedroom right now. Normally, I record from the kitchen. So let's see if this sounds a lot more sexy. Yeah, well, I'm the opposite. Like, I got kicked out of my normal recording studio spot, and uh, I am in the big cavernous living room doesn't it suck to be a burden on our spouses that make money (laughs) (laughs) hey man it's all good it's all good i like that we've had a year to ease them into this supporting us thing (laughs) now we just roll it (laughs) i've been pretty good you know i've worked enough where I've, i've been able to pull my weight around here you know i haven't had to like lean too much I'm the wife. I've leaned a lot on the government, yes. <laughs> but not so much on my wife. <laughs> it's kind of the boat I, I've been in as well. Th- thank you, USA. Right? And they're not. And luckily, like it was sort of like once the sort of my government assistance got halted, uh, my work started coming in. So it was sort of like I don't know. If that was, it was a smooth transition in and out of this is what it was. Yeah, it was great. And uh, yeah, (laughs) things are looking up, man. Things are looking up outside of the the losing mobility in my arm, which significantly hurts my ability to work. This is what I might need to get unemployment for. Outside of your body atrophying. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Louis, let's get some stories. Let's do it.
And now for some weird news. All right, this story comes from NPR.com. That's a news source more reliable than the resale market for CDs by the Squirrel Nut Zippers. You don't think so? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I'm going to see the Squirrel Nut Zippers in a few weeks, man. Oh, yeah, for as part of your birthday extravaganza. No, no, that's a pre-birthday extravaganza. Oh. Yeah, this is, uh, yeah. I've seen them before, but I would buy their CDs yeah. if I saw them for sale at a garage sale. For 78 cents. I would. I You'd totally haggle them would. down to 54. <laughs> this story goes, a crypto trading hamster performs better than Warren Buffett and the S&P 500. Fun fact, the hamster also invented the trading app acorns that you use <laughs> well played louie what if we told you there was a hamster who has been trading cryptocurrency since june and recently was doing better than warren buffett and the s p 500 i would say how the hell did it get a bank account <laughs> right meet mr gox a hamster who works out of what is possibly the most high-tech hamster cage in existence it's designed so that when Mr. Gox runs on the hamster wheel, he can select among dozens of cryptocurrencies. Then, deciding between two tunnels, he chooses whether to buy or sell. According to the Twitch account for the hamster, his decision is sent over to real trading platform, and yes, real money is involved. I like that he's like the 1980s stockbroker of hamsters. He's all coked up, doing lines <laughs> off a stripper's butt. <laughs> Right. Look, we're not telling you to follow in this hamster's financial decisions or that this process is scientific in any way. The human behind this hamster's account and money has not been made public. Yeah, you got to keep that on the DL, yo. Right. Big rodent's going to come after you. <laughs> but what we can tell you is his portfolio is up nearly 20% since he started trading in June, according to his Twitter account. He's got a Twitter account, too. <laughs> How did I don't even have a Twitter account. <laughs> He's got more followers than we do. <laughs> As of September 12th, Mr. Gox was performing better than Bitcoin, the NASDAQ 100, Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, and the S&P 500. Yeah, he's the bad boy of the trading world. He doesn't play by the rules. When he goes to the casino, he never splits aces or eights. No. He'll double down on a blackjack. <laughs> Dude, he's up 20%, man. He's probably rolling. He's got like a Maserati or like he has one of those Kia Souls. <laughs> with the hamsters in the commercial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a boat with like bikini women like on it. <laughs> Sir Mix-a-Lot plays his birthday party. But that shows you how random this is, right? Like like if, if a hamster can make money doing it, that shows you how sort of crazy all of this is. Yeah, but I mean... So there's a video on the that we'll put on the website. There's a video of the, the hamster trading. And when this video ends, though, uh, whenever it was made, he was down like 7%. Yeah, it said down 7.8%. So I don't know when that was in correlation to this article. But so he was down at some point. Maybe he's up. Yeah. And the so roller coaster con in the continues. Now, is he up 20% from being down 7% or is it 20% so from So many basically? questions. While Mr. Gox's methodology is random at best it does remind us that where people get their financial advice from is certainly changing yeah i mean i would imagine though because he looks like he's only doing crypto so when this started you know in june crypto was booming like you couldn't lose money on crypto at that point uh-huh uh so now i'm curious like in what what he's actually doing today well, I'm thinking about getting my financial advice. I'm going to fire, fire my financial advisor. He's a chinchilla. So I think I'm going to go with, <laughs> go, 
<laughs> we've been uh we've seen I think, people i think my financial advisor screwing me he's in africa he's a cheetah <laughs> <laughs> we've he's a cheetah. okay oh my god we've seen people getting tips from tiktok and from two kids in baltimore and in recent years there's been more stock picking in wall street from bots npr's planet money even built its own in 2017 that invested money based off president donald trump's tweets it's <laughs> like he does a positive treat you buy negative tweet you sell no, then you're you're selling constantly. <laughs> Unload that. I, I would like if someone did follow the hamsters trading advice is like today's trending tip, cheese. <laughs> Sunflower seeds. <laughs> I'm gonna invest in Mazzola. And... Uh what do you think, Louie? I mean I like it. I, I do think it, it this does highlight like how random all this stuff is. Yeah. Like you can have the best insight in the world, but at the end of the day, it's like it is something that blows up. Like uh, we were chatting about a, a while ago about Dutch Brothers Coffee being a public company mm-hmm. and how like in one day they were up like 30% and the next day they were back to base. Like there's no rhyme or reason about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it is wild, but um, I honestly, this, this hamster is doing better than me at day trading. So <laughs> maybe, maybe I should just get a wheel and some, some tubes to crawl through. Yeah. You should have Erica rig up just like random sensors around the house that you don't know what they do. So it's like, Oh, he got coffee at three o'clock sell sell. Right. And uh, there is a video of it and it is hilarious. So we will post the video mm-hmm. on the website if you want to check it out. And it's, it is much must watch. It is, it is super funny the way they edited it. <laughs> yes. It's a good time. We both had a nice little giggle. All right. I like it. Yep. Weird News Part 2. This story comes from KTVU.com. That's a news source more reliable than a spa using bear scat as a mud mask. Oh, I think that'd be pretty good, actually. It's all, it's all, it's all berries and, and marmots. Wait, is it bear scat like like that? Or? It's super, super relaxing, but it's like... <laughs> The story was sent to us by Marcus Wilson, so thanks for sending this along. Thanks, and the story goes, Hiker allegedly tried boiling bear urine to drink before starting fawn fire. I like that they're going to have to rename the uh, fire from the fawn fire to the bear pee fire. <laughs> it almost, you know, it's like uh, you would think that's how you would put it out is bear urine, not how it would start. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She was using her old Nana's recipe from the old country. (laughs) A woman accused of arson for a wildfire in Northern California said she was trying to boil bear urine to drink before the fire started, authorities claim. Here's the problem. Everyone knows bear urine is the Bacardi 151 of the pea world. (laughs) Right? It's the Everclear of... Uh, yeah, that's what they used to. That's what they put in their mouth to breathe fire. <laughs> All the bears breathing, they piss in each other's mouths and then shoot it out. Well, everyone, but that's the thing is like I googled it, and uh, you, it, it obviously doesn't 
hydrate you. It actually dehydrates you, sort of like salt water. Well, I, yeah, I think the problem would be you would almost need to like boil it, but then capture the vapor, right? Because if you boil it, you're ster- you're killing the germs, but you're you're also making it saltier. Oh, I don't know. You're dehydrate. You're evaporating the liquid. I, you went way further than I even. Barrier and vapor. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's on another level, man. What is this vapor uh, word you use? <laughs> the unusual and unappetizing explanation about the events preceding the fun fire in Shasta County emerged in court documents this week. Alexander Suverniva, 30, from Palo Alto, allegedly admitted that she was trying to relieve her thirst when she found a puddle that contained the animal bodily liquid. To purify it, she tried boiling what she collected, authorities said. I like, first of all, I like how she's like, animal body liquid. So we don't know if it was bear urine or not. Um, yeah, right? I hope she went like full bear grills and like smelled it and was like, this bear, this bear clearly lives on a diet of raccoons and huckleberries. Yeah. And some sage. Suverna reportedly said she was unable to start a fire and continued on her hike, but contacted authorities when she saw smoke, according to the court documents. So she she's claiming she didn't start start any fire. So what I, uh, going back to what you said, it's like, so she can't start a fire in the wild. She didn't bring enough water. And then she all of a sudden, so obviously she doesn't have the survival skills, you know, of any normal hiker would, yeah. right? But she can identify that it's definitely barrier in this puddle. <laughs> There's a lot of knowledge being thrown around here. I, I bet it was just regular people urine, <laughs> which I Googled and is definitely hydrating. It was just deer urine. You're like, oh, gross. <laughs> oh, I think this is raccoon urine. This tastes a lot like possum urine. Severna faces nine years in federal prison if convicted of starting the fawn fire. She's been charged with arson with a special enhancement because California is in a state of emergency due to wildfire danger. Here's the thing. She is actually countersuing California for not having enough drinking fountains in the forest. Yeah, right. For judging her for her weird <laughs> fetish. She got four years for arson, three years for destruction, and two years for being gross. <laughs> for being open to drinking bear urine. <laughs> I'm open to it. I'm open to it. That definitely answers the age-old question. In what scenario would you drink bear urine? If, if a bear pees in the forest, would you drink it? <laughs> uh, she has pled not guilty. Cal Fire personnel said they found her emerging from the woods with a lighter in her pocket near the fire on September 2nd. She seemed dehydrated and needed medical attention when they found her, official said. She said she was hiking to Canada, authorities said. Well, yeah, you got to skip the border and get away from that arson charge. <laughs> I just can't shake this fire. I'm going to Canada. So it's like, hey, I'm going to Canada. What should I pack? My passport, my enhanced ID, just a lighter. Water? (laughs) (laughs) You would think she would drink water? She's like, I'm going to a place where bear urine is not judged if you drink it. Where the bear urine is, it's free range bear urine. (laughs) I I hear the poo and poutine is really poo up there. Witnesses at Akori had told authorities that they saw a woman acting erratically and trespassing. The Fawn Fire had burned 9,000 acres and was 75% contained on September 29th, Cal Fire said. Three people have been injured in the fire and 185 structures, including homes, have been destroyed. What do you think, Louie? I think if she actually did it, they should throw the book at her just because it it affected a lot of people's lives. But B, 
who knew that boiling bear urine was a thing? Like, well, yeah, I mean, I, why why would she even admit that? Or why? And what? Here's a question: She's not admitting to it. So, what made them think that that is? How did they come to that conclusion? Oh no, right? she said that. She said it. She found it. That was her. No, she said. Uh, oh, she reportedly said she was unable to start a. Oh wait, wait, yeah. no. No, she said she was reportedly unable to start a fire. Oh, she allegedly admitted that she was trying to to yeah. relive her thirst, but she couldn't. She couldn't start the fire. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing. If you're going to go with the fact I couldn't start a fire, why would you start throw the barrier in, in there? Yeah, I should be, I would just be like, why I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, I would just prove, say, <laughs> you can't prove I was trying to saute barrier in. <laughs> She's going to get it off. There's no way to really prove that she did that, right? Well, that's kind of the thing. So uh, by where I live, where my post office used to be, there, uh, there was a dollar store next door to it in the same kind of strip mall. And a lady went in there and got mad because they didn't have any shopping carts so she goes you don't get any shopping carts i'm gonna burn this mother down so she goes to the checkout grabs a lighter walks to the greeting card section sets it on fire and the whole building goes up wow but because no one one card was left and it was like congratulations congratulations on your new building (laughs) building. congratulations on getting your insurance license Uh, so they had charged her with arson but they ended up dropping all the charges and actually paying her out a couple bucks because they couldn't prove no one saw her touch the uh the lighter to the greeting cards right so they saw her say she was going to burn it down they saw her steal the lighter but no one saw her actually touch the flame to the car wait what that's that's crazy that she was not found guilty because people are found guilty for murder all the time when no one sees it she burned up all the evidence you had the gun you had the gun (laughs) you had the dead body you had you being next to the dead body yeah and no one saw it it's a crazy story that like i think it ended up being she just got like a like a they got her for the shoplifting which was like for something that's like a court. It was like, no, like, and they paid her money. They're like, you're guilty of shoplifting. Here's $7. Uh, yeah. Cause they ended up, I would have been rich as a kid. They ended up like holding her for a while. Yeah. She got a little bit of a payout, which is crazy. I mean, like that's going to be my new job. This is weird arson. (laughs) I made $400 last year. Just setting fires to buildings. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I like it. Yep. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. If you want to help us out even more than you already have by listening to this program, you can do so by giving us a five-star review on whatever podcast outlet you got this, or you can contribute a few shekels a month, as little as $3 a month, and become a Patreon contributor. That's right. For less than nine Sloppy Joes, you can support us. That's a that's that's an expensive sloppy joe. We're dude. making them at home. I don't think any restaurant serves a sloppy joe. A can of sloppy joes probably costs a dollar ninety nine. Okay, and that probably makes three sloppy joes in no, that I bet, can. I bet it makes four to eight. If I had to, if I was okay, four to eight plus your buns. 
Oh yeah. If you get no, you got to Pepto Bismol <laughs> after. <laughs> Uh, I think that's more, Louis, because you can become a Patreon member for only three bucks. That's right. And you get things like postcards from the road. You can get beatnik poems. I can send you a magic trick. Uh, all sorts of craziness you can get. Yeah. So you can do that by going to our website, oddandoffbeat.com, and clicking on the Patreon link or just going to Patreon and Googling or typing in the search bar, odd and offbeat. Yep. Now, or uh, you where, can just mail us cash. Yes, that works too. Where can the fine people see you this week, Louis? Uh, so on the 19th, the day this comes out, you can catch me dropping my dog off at the pet dentist. Ooh. Uh, and then from the 20th to 24th, I will still be at the Arizona State Fair. Um, typically on the 24th in the evening, I go out and bang out a set at a horrible open mic at the Grand in Phoenix. So be sure to oh, check yeah. that out. Oh, yeah. You've been sending me texts about the open mics and how it's been going. <laughs> It's been horrible. They only have a red light on the stage. So everyone looks like it's like this is what it would look like if you did performed an open mic and the Terminator was watching. <laughs> so how do they light the comics and let them know that their time is almost the, done? The guy's got a he's got like a like a mag light. He flashes. I'm like, just use that to light. Yeah, use the, the mag light, not the red light. Yeah, and so and one of the comics walked the whole room. The first comic walked the whole room. First the comic night. last night. Yeah, he was a. Uh, Large young black guy who used the N-word with the hard, hard E-R at the end a lot. And people were not okay with that. They were not okay with that. Man, they were like, we're out of here. First combo. We were open to the open mic, but now we're no longer, it's we no are, longer an open mic. We are closed to the open mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ah, and then afterwards, so I met him like last week. Afterwards, like, hey, what would you think of what I did? And I'm like, it was interesting. <laughs> Oh, no. You got to be honest, man. You got to say, hey, you know, it's not a good sign when everyone who is here to watch leaves. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know these people well enough to, like, throw the truth bomb down. <laughs> I said it was interesting. I said there were a lot of setups and not a lot of punchlines. Oh, that's nice. What did he say to that? He's like, oh, and then he uh, went and got a beer. Oh, okay. So he was drinking away his criticism. <laughs> so where, where can they catch you? Uh, I'm not going to be anywhere. If anything, you can see me on the 21st. I'll be showcasing my act. Um, so hopefully people will watch it and hire me for their fair in Washington. Nice. That's what I'm hoping. So uh, flying out there for the night and flying back early because uh, Eric and I are trying to make some embryos in a lab dish. Ooh. That's yeah, we're my, doing some. That's my favorite dinner. <laughs> I like to go out <laughs> to the unvegan restaurant and have some sauteed embryos. Yeah. So we're like kind of like in this weird time of like when we're going to try and create the embryos. And mm -hmm. so it's like that might conflict with this showcase, but I think I'm going to do the showcase and figure out how to make this happen. I feel like you're just trying to schedule time at like a kiln for doing your pottery. <laughs> By going flying to Spokane. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway, folks, we want to thank you so much for listening. Um, you can send us a message info at oddandoffbeat.com if, if you come across any stories that you want us to check out, or if you want to tell us a story that's going on in your life that we can talk about on this podcast. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Absolutely. We want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening and stay weird. <laughs>